So Ellen DeGeneres is back, ladies and gentlemen. We covered Ellen a lot. Somehow, I have no clue how, but somehow Ellen is back. And Ellen is hosting you know, her show again in studio for the 18th season. I mean, did people just forget? You know, like, did people forget about what, what happened here? So this is her monologue returning to the show. To season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres show. How about these cucks in the audience? Guys, I don't know what kind of audience they've even got there. Probably not many. But y'all have dementia? Did they just go get everybody with dementia in Los Angeles and plug, plug them in this building? If you're watching because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. The laughs are killing me. Like, this is almost, I don't want to make, you know, like crazy comparisons here, but I mean, the, the, like, this is just so surreal. This lady was, I mean, they said that she had like 32 different people come forth and say how awful she was, and how terrible she was, and how toxic her work life is, and how terrible it is to work on her show, and how her staff can't even look at her. And now she's out here and she's like, LOL. You love me or hate me, ha, 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 ha. And everyone's just like, oh, you crazy Ellen, ha, ha. Oh, LOL, you're so funny. The people in the back right now at this show, the staff in the back are probably hanging from their damn toenails. I mean, do you know how bad her first day back? People in the back probably weren't even breathing. These flowers are drooping because they're afraid to be in her presence. How was everybody's summer, good? Yeah? Mine was great. God, dude, like imagine if, I don't know, someone, like imagine if O.J. Simpson, okay, imagine if O.J. Simpson was like, after his whole trial, and he and he becomes innocent or whatever, O.J. Simpson was said to be not guilty, imagine if O.J. Simpson after the trial was like, man, damn, how was y'all summer? It's like, O.J., what the hell, bro, like, get out of here, that's, what the hell, man, you know, like, obviously it's not the same, but the idea that they're, like this obvious, really bad thing that 30-something people were traumatized from. 30-something people were upset enough to go public with the mistreatment and the toxicity. And look at Ellen. Look at her. Is, is that the face of sincerity? Is that the face of, of being sorry? Is that the face of understanding? Super terrific. I'm so happy to be back in the studio. There are a lot of things I want to talk about. I've been looking forward to addressing it all directly, and unfortunately, talking directly to people has been illegal for six months, so I have a virtual audience here instead. Here you all are. Cucks, simps, 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 simps. You look beautiful, and I'm sure you smell great. That's what I'm imagining anyway. All right. It's also worth noting, remember what Ellen looked like when she was in her sunroom? Like, this is a totally different person. This is a totally different person. That's what I was trying to explain to everybody whenever this quarantine first happened. This is a completely different human being than her shows during her sunroom days. I'm not even talking about just her looks. I'm saying, like, her wardrobe, the setting, the, you know, like, oh, the flowers, look how happy. Oh, the white turtleneck and the white jacket, so trendy. Oh, she looks, her face, she looks young, her hair is done. And then you go back to when she was on her own, and she's got her damn Ecuadorian lawn maintenance guy cutting the hedges, 
as she's doing her show in her Tweety Bird pajamas, looking like death. Let's get to it. Um, as you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously, and I want to say I am... No, you don't. You can't take it very seriously when the first minute of this monologue is you joking around about it. So sorry to the people who were affected. No, you're not. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power, and I realize that with that comes responsibility, and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. Obviously not. This is the Ellen DeGeneres Show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes, and today we are starting a new chapter. Cuts! Boo! Boo! Sip! 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 There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind. She's talking about our YouTube videos. She's talking about everything we've done here. She's talking about multiple podcasts. She's she might as well sub to my stream right now. That's who she's talking to. What's up, Ellen? You got something to say to me. Kind lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. Being known as the Be Kind Lady is a tricky... I'll let her finish. I'll let her finish. ...position to be in. So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the Be Kind Lady. <laughs> you know who is really bad to have the Be Kind nickname? A not kind person. A kind person would be great to have the Be Kind nickname. Don't do it. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad. I get mad. I, I get anxious. I get frustrated. I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress. And I am especially working on the impatience thing because... And it's not going well, because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a talk show host, and you know that. But I, maybe some of you know that, you know, I was an actress. I've played a straight woman in movies, so I'm a pretty good actress. <laughs> but I don't think that I'm that good that I could come out here every day for 17 years and fool you. This is me. False! That happens all the time! What are we talking about? That happens all the time. People go their whole careers fooling people. Shit, people go through marriages and fool their wives or fool their husbands. What are you talking about? Just because you're on TV means you can't fool us? What? There are people who are living in the same household who are being fooled. There are people working together who are being fooled. There are business partners where one of them is embezzling from the other one for 20 years and one is getting fooled. What, what, what is this? What kind of... Wh and my intention is to always be the best person I can be. And if I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt... Yes, you let 32 people down. Yes, you let 32 people down who testified against you. Yes, you let 32 people down who went to the whoever and said that there was workplace hostility. Yes, you let all those people down. 
for 17 years. Their feelings, I am so sorry for that. If that's ever the case, I have let myself down and I've hurt myself as well because I always try to grow as a person. I look at everything that comes into my life as an opportunity to learn. I got into this business to make people laugh and feel good. That's, that's my favorite thing to do, that and Jenga. <laughs> I love that game. And now I am a boss of 270 people. 200 and now, and now, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. And now? What? What? You've been in this situation for almost two decades. What are we talking about? And now? She's basically telling you, oh, look, guys, being the boss of 270 people is hard. That's why I was a dictator tyrant to 30 people who had such terrible lives that they, they testified against me. 270 people who helped make this show what it is. 270 people who... I am so grateful for it. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, we have 270 great people who work here. Hey, guys, let's hear a round of applause. How about a round of applause for those guys? I've made 20% of their lives a living hell. Everybody give it up for these guys. Everybody hey, give it up. Give it up for everyone working on the show. I couldn't do it without any of you. Now, now, don't look at me in the eyes, you sons of bitches backstage. But let's 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 give it up, guys. Let's all give it up for uh, everyone working in the back. Except you, Larry, working the camera. You better not come into the cafeteria and eat a damn morsel of food, son. You better be eating outside. Come on, guys. Clap it up. Clap it up. All I want is for every single one of them to be happy and to be proud to work here. This has been Fail. a horrible summer for people all around the world. People are losing their jobs. People are losing loved ones to a pandemic. People are losing their homes and lives in raging fires that are going on. There's blatant racial injustice all around us. I watch the news and I feel like, where, where do we even begin? So my hope is that we can still be a place of happiness and joy. I still want to be the one hour a day that people can go to escape and laugh. Except my staff. I don't want my staff to escape and laugh. I want my staff to be chained to the walls. I want to continue to help all the people that we help every day. And I'm committed to making this the best season that we have ever had. So welcome to season 18 of The Ellen Show. I am so glad that you're here. I want to start this new season by saying hello to my friend Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. How are you, Ellen? I'm I'm so happy for this moment. I have been yeah. waiting to be able to be back in the studio and to talk to people and absolutely. It, it's so good. I, we've we actually have been seeing each other and yeah. continuing our you know friendship. But of course. We did Game of Games a month ago. Absolutely, and it was fun. It was just, I mean, yeah. And you kind of mentioned that the summer is, you know, the summer was a little crazy. It was intense, but uh, I, I, there's been a, during that time there's been a lot of uh, a lot of learning, a lot of discussions, a lot of listening. Um, you and I have had numerous discussions, and for me, I'm just so excited to be back here in the studio so we can do what we do best, which is bring laughter, love, and fun, right? And also lead by example by putting our best foot forward. After a bounce. Yeah, let's lead by example. It's back, right? So it's all love. I'm so excited for this season. It's so, all love. Yeah. That's that's all that's real is Absolutely. love. That's the truth. 
um, I love you so much. I am so happy to 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 announce that you're not my DJ anymore. Right, right. You are now. Can we get a drum roll? Is that possible? Oh, look at that. <laughs> my co-executive producer. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Is this fooling anybody? Is this fooling anyone? Seriously, guys. Like, do I even have to do this? Do I even have to go through this? Hey, Twitch. I happen to notice this summer... I happen to notice that you may be getting asked a lot of questions about how I'm a dictator tyrant. Anyways, if you, I don't know, stick up for me, uh, say that I'm not, uh, you know, a dictator. Uh, how about this, Twitch? Not only will you still get paid, but how would it sound if you went from DJ to a co-executive producer? How would that sound, Twitch? Does that sound cool to you? Okay, cool. Go ahead and call TMZ back ASAP and tell them that I did not kill all those baby lambs. Because you're such an important part of this show and unfortunately... And you didn't squeal. Unfortunately, I had to take the fake DJ equipment away. That's okay. You got nothing there now to pretend like you're a DJ. Yeah, exactly. A DJ can actually use that now. Yeah, it's, it was fake anyway. Yeah. Hi, I'm Andy. Ellen asked me... To Andy, get out of my face. I don't want to hear from you, Andy. What are you wearing? Get get your life together. You you don't you don't take creatine. I can I can obviously tell right now, Andy, that you don't do push-ups. You haven't done a front squat in days. I I don't need to listen to you, Andy. Okay, you need you need to figure your life out. Forearms need some work. Your shoulders need some work. Your trap needs some work. I I would prescribe at least ten milligrams of creatine or ten grams of creatine every day. Maybe even load with twenty. Doesn't matter to me, Andy. But just get out of my face right now. You're making me sick to my stomach. So Ellen, Ellen used a few interesting tactics to during this art, this uh, apology. First tactic was when she explained that you know the whole be kind thing. I don't want to say she's using that as a shield, but she is using the idea of like, look, this really tragic thing happened. That's what made me even start the be kind thing. That has nothing to do. Actually, that'd be a good example of explaining. Hey, Ellen. Well, if that's the case. If you saw what bullying and you saw what, you know, toxic life, a uh, uh, bad quality of life, if you saw that, what that can do to someone that pushed someone to suicide, shouldn't that have made you been more kind to the people you are directly supervising in your staff? Wouldn't that be a great thing to look at and draw, draw from for inspiration to be more kind overall in your life? So it's one of those things where she puts it out there, but that is exactly the reason she should be kind. Then she uses the wildfires and everything happening in 2020, and that is obviously a weapon to say, look, real shit's happening out here. The world is on fire, political unrest, civil unrest. Don't care about my show. Don't care about our problems. Me being a meanie head isn't that big of a deal. That's what that part was for. Nowhere in this seven minutes, nowhere in the seven minutes does she say, Look, I messed up, okay? I messed up. I, I screwed up. Everything they said was true. You know, we're going to figure out what we can do with them. We're going to work out which, what we can do with those people. We're going to try and make those people, you know, feel like you know they're taken care of. 
I've made a huge mistake. From now forward, I'm trying to be the person that I always told you I was. Just an, just an apology. We didn't need this fake, insincere, half apology, half joke, half excuses. I mean, the first four minutes, she's talking about how she she is who she is on TV. But then she says, well, I can't always be those things. You know, I'm other things that you don't see on TV. Hence... You're not the person we see on TV, obviously. So she's like half in, half out, half apologizing, half making excuses, half denying. What a disaster. And look, we were joking around with these people in the crowd. And if they would have called me and said, hey, man, do you mind if we put your face on here in the crowd? Who knows? You know, who, who, who knows? Everyone, everyone wants their face on a giant board. But if anyone is falling for this, and this is embarrassing, if anyone is actually falling for this, I mean, th- this is just one of those things where she is who we thought she was. She is what we thought the show was. And this the fact that she's had six months to come up with this monologue and this is what we got for seven minutes is uh, is really kind of embarrassing as a whole. She said, I can't be kind all the time. Hey, Ellen, how about being a normal person? Not completely malicious towards your own? Yeah, uh, I can't be kind all the time. I'm not asking you to be kind. I'm not asking you to be Mother Teresa. I'm asking you to be a normal person and not a total maniac sociopath who are driving people so insane that they can't even go to work because their quality of life is so bad that they that they can't stand to be in the same area as you. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do with being kind. There ain't nothing to do with being kind, Ellen. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. 